0: Um, so thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Uh, it's a real pleasure.
1: Oh, thank you. It's my mm-hmm. pleasure.
0: Um, so I guess to start off, I uh, was just wondering if you could go into your, you know, your background a bit and uh, what started your interest in music and how did it lead to, you know, scoring for visual mediums and and how did you focus on that area?
1: Oh gosh. Uh, well, you know, music has always been part of my life. I mean, ever since I can remember there was always music at, you know, with my family growing up, music always going on. Um, You know, I started studying piano at age five, and uh, I was even interested in in composition then. I I mean, I wrote a, I remember writing my first song called Rainy Day when I was five years old. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's it's, uh, just a distinct memory for me. Just the, the joy of, you know, creating new music, um, even at that age. And uh, so I, you know, I played piano all growing up. I also played viola. Um, so, you know, with viola, I got to know the orchestra, um, playing, you know, viola sections um, mm-hmm. of you know, various orchestras growing up um, through high school and college. And um, so, you know, all that time I was um, also writing music in addition to my, you know, private studies on um, the instruments. And I kind of got a little bit more serious about writing in high school and college. And by the time I finished my undergrad, I, I thought, you know, what I really want to um, pursue composition, you know, in a more, you know, rigorous and deeper way. So I applied to Juilliard uh, because I always wanted to study with uh, John Cliliano, mm-hmm. uh, uh for my master's degree because he was my hero. I loved the music he wrote. Uh, not only for films, um, but also for, you know, his concert music, right. and, um, and then I was lucky enough to be accepted there, and I got to study with him, and it was really a fantastic experience. Um, I, I really feel like I grew as a composer by being able to study with him. Um, he's a great mentor all around, and, uh, <clears throat> and after that, uh, I um, you know, I got a Fulbright to go study in Italy with Hans Henze, um, also a, really a fantastic mentor. And, uh, you know, Henze is really into writing dramatic music. I mean, he wrote, you know, oodles of operas, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so that was a real education in terms of learning how to tell a story and control uh, pacing and emotion with music, sort of using a, a, a concert, you know, classical uh, style. Um, so that was also a great learning experience for me. And, um, you know, I started thinking about writing for um, you know, film and television um, a couple years later when I just had some friends in film school and I just got to score their short films and I was kind of hooked, it was so much fun. Um, writing uh, music for picture, mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of, you know, kept pursuing it from that angle, and it was it's been you know a lot of fun basically. Uh, did you
0: grow up? I mean, did you watch movie? Were you a movie buff when you grew up?
1: Yeah, some movies. I mean, it was I was uh, I was drawn to movies of, of course that that had the kind of movie music that I really enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. it was a lot of orchestral music. So I remember, um, you know, all the, the big movies of, you know, growing up, Star Wars, um, the whole Star Trek series, um, all the, you know, all those movies, the Goldsmith movies from the 80s. It was really all fantastic scores. So I was really drawn to those type of movies.
0: So, and, you, you know, working on television, um, you know, like for shows like The Event and uh, Drop Dead Diva, I guess the te- TV poses... You know, different types of uh, time frames and deadlines and uh, how long do you usually have to score You know one episode of something like the event from start to finish?
1: It's usually a week.
0: Just, and mm-hmm.
1: um, it's, uh, it's a real sprint to get it done. <laughs> Especially for the event. I mean the event is about 35 to 40 minutes of music a week. Um, Drop Dead Diva is somewhere in the 20 to 25 range. Um, and uh, it is it's, you know, both the shows are, are music that I love to write. I, I I think they're both, you know, dream jobs, you know, completely different genres, but right. really you know, great shows to be writing for and music that um, I feel like, it, you know, resonates with me. And I don't feel like I'm stepping outside of my being to, you know, to write these for, <laughs> especially the event. I mean, the event is, you know, music that I, a style of writing that is you know, close to what I consider my true voice. You know, if I were to sit down and write concert music, it would probably have elements of the event in it, and vice versa.
0: Right. Um, working on a TV show is it is it hard to uh, I guess stay focused on on the big picture of the series? Like, I mean, when you write music, are you are you focusing like at the episode at hand, or are you trying to create like a long, you know? arc of music that, you know, thinking about the end of the episode versus, you know, just working in the moment, or are you trying to keep the whole big picture in mind, too?
1: Oh, gosh, it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, I do think about the big picture a lot. I think about really critical scenes and how they tie um, the whole season's arc together. So those scenes, I will sort of step back for a second and think how is this going to link to other episodes and um, make the scene somehow special and memorable for the audience. Because, you know, music could subliminally you know, tie uh, that moment to other moments. In right. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, there is a lot of, there's something to be said about um, sort of floating along with the episode with the audience and scoring the emotion as the story comes at you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to overthink it too much, but uh, to the extent that it is useful to connect characters and emotions and, and storylines, I, I like to do that. Definitely. So um,
0: I guess going touching back to where you started, working with uh, John Corigliano, um, you know who is an amazing talent. Uh, what was the most important thing you learned from him uh, when you were starting out?
1: To, the most important thing is to look deep inside yourself and find that real creative voice, your own true voice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's if that's, if it, that's the one most important thing I learned from him. All right, that, yeah. It's interesting, which is sort of an interesting conundrum when you think about. The timelines of, of the amount of time that you get for t- TV and television. It's basically, can you get the music done by tomorrow? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and to, ha- to be able to take a moment and think about what should the music really be, to be special to that project, and also represent a unique voice to the extent that it still fits in the, jo- the genre of whatever you're scoring, um, is an important moment to take. And even if it's a short moment, it is worth mistaken. <laughs> have you ever felt uh,
0: like you're just at any certain point during like TV scoring? Have you felt like you were just trying to meet a deadline? And you're like, okay, I'm gonna have to sacrifice uh, something here just so I can get this done. I mean, has it? Have you ever been put in that position?
1: It's it's never a sacrifice, but there is nothing like a deadline to get something done. Okay. I always think about writing music. It's you know, it's sort of like the universal gas law. It expands to fill the available time. Uh huh. So. If you give me a week, it's gonna take me a week. If you give me a month, it'll take me a month. And I'm that perfectionist. I will keep refining and refining and filling the time until the deadline hits. <laughs> um,
0: so you've also uh, worked uh, on documentaries like The Wonder of It All. And um, how do you approach? Uh, I've talked to a few other composers who've done documentaries, and I just wonder how do you approach scoring something like that versus uh, you know work of fiction. Are there any many uh, major differences? to how you write or what the goals of your music are and something like that?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Well, you know, in documentary, uh, typically there's a lot of montage and interviews. Mm-hmm. So, um, the music doesn't have to, you know, sc- necessarily score, you know, beat by beat, moment by moment, um, the way that a feature film or episodic television, you sort of build it brick by brick and, you, and then you get to the end, you know, one brick at a time. Whereas, You know, in documentary, um, the music kind of washes over the dialogue a little bit more and the storytelling, um, so it's not as, gosh, I hate this word, but manipulative, Mm -hmm. um, in a sense, because a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, dialogue and interviews that sort of come at you, um, are sort of processed, um, uh, in a stream of consciousness more, and, uh, a lot of the music is just to help pace those interviews and um, help the audience sort of distill what they're hearing um, in sections, in a sort of the way that you would sit through a um, you know a college lecture. If you if you know what the mile the, the mile points are, are, sorry the mile posts in the lecture, then you can help it helps you process what you're learning from the documentary. I think about music that way to help. Really process a lot of information because so much comes at you in a documentary. You sort of need something to help you pace it and process and internalize it. Uh, Are you ever? But do you ever
0: find yourself scoring? Like, I mean, if there's a certain maybe character aspect or an important individual in the story, do you find yourself trying to maybe dip back into kind of film like thought process and give him you know music for his journey?
1: Oh, definitely. For example, in documentary, you mean, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are there are still you know character themes and you know geographic themes that um, I would you know create, which I, you know, I did for the Wonder of It All. And uh, uh, so yes, it's, it is still to- storytelling, um, but the sort of style of writing and the manicuring of the music is slightly different
0: in my mind, okay <laughs> um well, I guess to uh, kind of bring things to a close. um, I always like to ask composers um if you could score any film ever made with no disrespect to the original composer, uh what movie would you choose?
1: oh wow <laughs> uh, that's uh gosh, I have so many favorite movies um Well, if if I think about recent movies that really resonated with me, that I would have loved to have taken a crack at, uh, Inception was just a phenomenal movie last year. That is, you know, the kind of thing that I would love to sit down and, and mm-hmm. take a crack at scoring. So it's a yeah. good cho- good choice.
0: <laughs> I I love Hans, so that would that would be always an interesting take. <laughs>
1: but I would have loved to have, you know, tried it
0: you know my way as well right um, any any projects coming up on the horizon
1: uh, nothing I can uh, say in public
0: okay <laughs> um, well Scott it's it's it was great doing this um, I hope we can do it again real soon but uh, um, thank you so much for taking the time to do this It was a real pleasure Let's
1: stay in touch
0: all right thank Good you. Topic.